So I'm going to go ahead and keep the distance right here because I do like the way it sounds um, from the recording playback. Um, and I want to give a little bit more time to just absorb how that's going to sound. Um, so I'm just going to start ranting about things or just talking about something. Uh, let's take, for instance... Um, Wow, what's a good one? What's one I haven't, or one I'd recently seen, or Casablanca? Or how about that? One of my favorite things about Casablanca is that it relies heavily on. Oh, on my penis here. Uh, it relies heavily on um, the script. The script was very, very beautifully written um, because the. Majority of the film takes place in one setting, uh, Rick's uh, bar, cantina. So it's like an American cantina kind of thing, which is kind of funny. Um, so the lack of set design. Um, that's kind of loose. The lack of set design really meant that the script really had to carry most of the weight you know you you're telling a story you're essentially reading a story and kind of acting out these little things to each other on screen um with doing very little around you you know it was all about the actors on screen telling you a story of what happened telling you how they felt and what that means going forward so they're giving you they're putting you in this world without you actually having to see a lot of it um it's it's awesome it's beautifully done uh, of course there are some some very very iconic scenes in uh casablanca that um uh, that aren't wouldn't say like the cheapest things to do like the airport scene the air hangar scene right i mean i'm sure they had to use a studio for that i'm sure they had to think in the background it was actually a video not saying that it was like cheaply done but it, you know compared to the kinds of storytelling we do today that was storytelling in just words essentially very little to do with what's going on around you very much so what's happening in front of you um so it was very very cool i very i love that movie um Another other kind of uh, movies that kind of remind me of that uh, would be uh, well, no. let's see I had it in my head Jesus Christ other ones would be like. It's called Buried. Oh, that's kind of loud. Um, buried, where I forgot his name. Like Ryan Reynolds, I think, is in that, and it takes place entirely in this box. Um, they don't show you anything other than what's happening to this man inside the box. Everything else happens through the dialogue, through him listening to, or sorry, on the phone with some guy who's telling him like this is your captor this is you know the ransom that we're holding on you we're not telling you your location um and then the the u.s embassy getting on the line saying hey we're, we're trying to find you i think we found you all that stuff 
all of that is just to just paint this image of there's a world and there's and all this stuff is happening around you all you can see is this dark man this dark dark box with a man in it nothing but the little light little uh i think he has a, a lighter too it's not even a flashlight i think it's been a while things like that where they rely heavily on the story that they're telling you um than showing you things you can show things and it'll still be very very good of course but um as far as early cinema um you can tell that the that the introduction of talkies really became you know another form of medium for how these filmmakers told stories you know they thought wow we've been showing you all this time all these years you know writing things on on uh that screen card what do they call it title cards you know bits and pieces of dialogue to let you know kind of what's going on but really kind of showing you what's going on up until this point and the jazz singer i think it's 1929 when they first started uh creating talkies and you're seeing a boom of film uh, and movies where they rely heavily on the dialogue now now the, the the scene the setup and everything around you is a little less important than what you're than the story that they're telling and i love that aspect of uh early cinema um some people did it all uh, the story of Citizen Kane, uh, th that film, uh, my God, way, way be uh, ahead of its time. Um, I got to go back and watch it. One of the things uh, I wanted to mention real quick about that one is that uh, the whole story is supposed to be the the image of a man. The you know, the, the, it begins with him dying. His last word on his deathbed was Rosebud. Old man, old, rich, rich man with a lot of history. But we don't know all that. We just know he lives in this castle seemingly alone. He dies alone, or more or less alone. The last thing he said was Rosebud. Now, we follow the remainder of the story with this uh detective not detective he's like a, a beat reporter trying to figure out what rosebud meant he's really really famous we find out he's super famous super popular um millionaire of, the, of time and he had a crazy life and we start to unravel his life with the reporter because the reporter knows hey he's a rich famous wealthy man but he doesn't know how he got there and the, the stories that his the, the people that are closest to him know so we kind of unravel the story of him and it's since he's dead the reporter goes to all the friends and family right people closest so they all tell a version of him throughout the story that they saw they always they were showing him the way they felt the way they felt 
he felt made them feel. So. Okay, I think it's time to go down there. I'm gonna go. But this was cool. All right.